Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the 1992 film Hard Boiled. Man, I was really into John Woo and Chow Yun-Fat when this movie came out. I saw it in a theater, an art house theater in Montgomery, Alabama back then. Um, so, And it was a fairly new print, and it was a big theater, and it was loud, and it, I remember it, yeah. Maybe I was already a fan. When I saw Killer about 1989 or 1990, if you haven't seen The Killer, I highly recommend it. Uh, John Woo got the Hong Kong Film Award for Best Director that year for that film. Um, it introduced me to Chow Yun-Fat. It introduced me to uh, John Woo's style of a lot of slow-mo, a lot of action, a lot of gunfire, a lot of blood. A lot of <laughs> Went back and saw Better Tomorrow, Better Tomorrow 2, and some of his other movies. But uh, I was I was a fan once Hard Boiled came out, and the movie just kind of blew my mind at the time. It was so epic. A little bit about John Woo. Um, he, a lot of his movies, his Chinese movies before, he did war movies and like movies about criminals. And he got a lot of flack for glamorizing gangsters and criminals. So uh, Hard Boiled was an attempt. He knew this was going to be his bridge to Hollywood. After this, he was going to try and come to Hollywood and make movies, which he did. Um and so he wanted to glamorize the police force. So Chow Yun-Fat plays Tequila, where he had played the killer in the movie three years earlier. He plays Tequila, the, I don't know, Clint Eastwood kind of cop in this film. Now, after this, a little bit about John Woo. He came to America. He made Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme, Broken Arrow with John Travolta, Face Off with Cage and Travolta, Mission Impossible 2, Wind Talkers, Paycheck that took five years off and went back to making... Hong Kong films like Red Cliff and Reign of Assassins and The Crossing 1 and 2 and Manhunt, which was, I don't know, it was okay. It was supposed to be back to what he had done with Killer and Hard Boiled. So now about Hard Boiled. If you've never seen it, it's two hours and eight minutes long. The credits are incredibly short, so don't think there's 15 minutes of credits on the end. This is a, a slightly over two-hour film that is chock full of more violence than you're used to seeing including John Wick and Deadpool movies. I mean, it is that level of violence done in 1992 on, you know, a $4.5 million budget, went on to make almost $20 million, not as much as his previous movies in May, but it was a success. And it became kind of a thing. I mean, like worldwide. The killer had already been circulating, and again, if you haven't seen that movie, you really owe it to yourself. A lot of the stuff John Woo pulls off in his movies have now been you know, kind of taken by what Hollywood is doing in action films, but he did a lot of this stuff first. And people joke about, you know, he loves to, like, release birds when, when like, something blows up. There's something about a slow-motion scene where birds take off, and, and he's used it in several movies, actually, and it's always interesting. You know, you expect it, because it was in Face Off, and it was in Mission Impossible 2, and and he gets a lot of criticism, by the way, for Mission Impossible 2, which I, I need to rewatch it. I went backwards through the movies all the way back to the third one and kind of stopped there because I'm one of the few people who's not the biggest fan of the first one. I, I thought it was a bad idea to kill off the entire team in the opening of the film and then have a movie about one guy trying to put the team back together. I'd wait for the second movie. And the second movie I've always enjoyed just because it was visually stunning, but it didn't hold up. I mean, the third movie, J.J. Abrams changed things and got better. But even those movies... We had action set pieces in film before John Woo came around, but not 
now he staged major action scenes with very little budgets, people actually getting hurt, you know, people f- literally flying through the air, things literally blowing up. This was before CG could pull off this kind of stuff. And watching the movie now, watching Hard Boiled now, it's like, wow, nobody got hurt in some of these scenes? There is a scene where Chow Yun-Fat is jumping up onto a table so he can slide across this table in like a uh, like a kitchen area and he's going to come off the other end of the table and shoot the guy who's on the ground but while he's doing this a a like bottle explodes underneath the table and it's a <laughs> it's a real explosion throwing shrapnel everywhere under that table. And the only way he was protected is he was jumping over the table at the time. But it's all done in camera. It's live. It's real. It was a real explosion. It was real. And even if the stuff was paper mache or whatever, that would still hurt. You know, it, and he's covered in the stuff when he kills the guy and then the blood. And anyway, hard-boiled by today's standards holds up incredibly well. You get all the plot and what's going on in the first hour. And then at the end of the first hour, they get to where the rest of the plot is going to take place. And it is pretty much non, not that it hasn't been nonstop action from the get-go, but it is nonstop action for the next hour and eight minutes. In the same location, almost, it's reminiscent, well, this came first, but like the Raid movies. I mean, it's literally nonstop, like set piece to set piece to gunfight to gunfight. What the Raid movies are to martial arts, this is to gunplay. It's all about, you know, gunplay. The action scenes are incredible. It's very well done, as John Woo is. And this was his last... I would say The Killer is a better movie, but as his goodbye to Hong Kong action films, he went out on... I mean, this is... Looking at the Blu-ray... Some of the reviews are like, more exciting than a dozen diehards, says Empire Magazine. Okay. Uh, Asian film expert, the action sequences are among the greatest ever filmed. Hold on to your seats, said Premiere. It, it is a fantastic action film. If you're a fan of things like John Wick, you will see where that kind of filmmaking came from. Lower budget, but more... I don't know, thought... I, I can't even say that. The John Wick movies are pretty pretty stellar all around. But anyway, John Woo was a director who cut his teeth on action, but he has turned into quite a good director. Say what you will about some of his movies. Some of them arguably been great. He's won a lot of awards. Um, he's done very well. He's gotten into comic books. They made a video game sequel to this movie, Stranglehold. If you ever had a PS3, you may have owned this game. I still own the game because the game was okay. But... And it was Chow Yun-Fat's tequila character continuing on with a mission. And the game was fun, especially if you knew the movie. But you could watch the movie in 1080p high definition through the game. It was in the menu system, and they had put it on the disc. And at the time, there was a rights issue. So that was the only way to get a Blu-ray copy of the movie. But you had to boot up the game to get the movie to play. (laughs) And then the game would go away, and you could watch the movie. The the version that I have is the Dragon Dynasty release that came out uh, 2007 from the Weinstein Company. Don't know that you can still get this one. But if you can, it's not a bad version. Um, it was always a gritty film, had some print damage and stuff like that, and there is still some print damage in it. The soundtracks vary wildly in quality. But overall, to have a copy of this movie that I don't have to boot up a video game on an old PS3 to watch, (laughs) that's a huge plus. 
uh, talking about the movie itself, it does look good for its age and the the low budget nature of its filming. But there is some print damage, and um, there's some interesting things where they did a special effect or two. Um, there is a scene towards the end when one of the characters has died and they look over at a drum kit and the character kind of appears there like in memory and then disappears again. But there's kind of a jagged juttery thing, which I think they did on purpose to kind of make it look dreamy, but it just kind of comes off as I, they didn't really know how to do it. Maybe <laughs> I don't know that that was kind of that kind of stuck out to me towards the end of the film. But other than that, it. It's a nonstop action ride with some good acting, some witty writing. I laughed out loud several times. Um, as much as I can remember of the original subtitles, these are better. Uh, I also checked out the dub, which is very good and matches to what the subtitle track is perfectly from the little bits I sampled. As far as the soundtracks, the... English Dolby 5.1 was good, but that's not their real voices and not the real sound effects. It wasn't bad. The Cantonese DTS HD Master Audio was pretty impressive for a movie that I remember usually sounding pretty thin, and it doesn't. Um, the surround sounds are not aggressively loud, say like most modern movies, like a Godzilla movie or whatever, but it did have a 5.1 surround. But the, the sound, the, the quality, I think the, uh, the audio was, was transferring at about three or four megabits per second, where the Dolby Digital was at 400K, and the uh, mono, original mono track was, wow, it was like 192 or something. I couldn't even listen to that. It sounded like a bad MP3. Um, but the subtitles in a couple places weren't the easiest thing to see. They didn't put much of a black outline around white letters, so on white backgrounds sometimes it was hard. But like I said, they matched up very well with what they did on the dub track. I would switch back and forth, and that was pretty good if you don't like reading movies, as some people say. I'm a huge fan of this film, and you should watch it just because of that. Uh, it, it, Chow Yun-Fat became one of my favorite actors with The Killer. This reinforced it. Everything he's done since, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and many other movies have... have Again, reinforced it. Always been a fan of his. I think he's great in this role. And if you know anything about Chow Yun-Fat, he is so not this person in real life. He's never fired a real gun. He's not violent in any way, shape, or form. You know, he's been in movies where he was considered the badass gunsman of Hong Kong. He's been in, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where he had to be a sword expert. And he's none of that stuff in real life. <laughs> it's like, that's a real actor. You know, as we've talked about in the past, Tom Cruise going the extra mile to learn how to fly a helicopter or whatever. Uh, same thing with Chow Yun-Fat. He learned how to do martial arts. He learned how to fire a gun. He learned how to do sword play to make the movies period. He's just not, he's a pacifist. He's a really nice guy from interviews and such, seems to be smart, uh, wise. But if you've never seen Hard Boiled, I was really expecting to come out of it going, oh, because I remembered it being really long and just so much action till you got numb. And well, it, it is kind of that. But again, we have movies like The Raid 1 and 2 and John Wick 1, 2, and 3. And those are at this level of action over two hours of running time. This is done with great style. Like I said, great care is taken with the characters. If you like the interplay, there's a little romance going on as well. Uh, there's a little mystery. It's not too hard to figure out. But all in all, Hard Boiled lives up to its name. It's like a hard-boiled detective story where they're trying to get the gun runners and the bad guys. And it is just shoot-up after shoot-up, uh, set-piece after set-piece. 
people flying through the air with explosions, cars running into each other, motorcycles crashing into them, people getting shot in the face, people getting shot in the chest, people getting shot in the leg, people getting shot everywhere, uh, the occasional knife, a, a little bit of martial arts, and, and you have hard-boiled. Two hours and eight minutes, I highly recommend it. it wow, it holds up with, with modern action movies very, very well, just knowing that it's a Chinese film that cost $4.5 million to make. Check it out. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Thank you so much for listening, liking, sharing, subscribing. Have an amazing day. <laughs>